Happy New Year. We can still say that. It's the first Sunday of 2019, and all things feel new. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, we read, So then if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away, and look, new things have arrived. We are at the start of a new year. We're making New Year's resolutions. We're coming up um, on that time when we reflect and we consider all that, that we are and all that we don't want to be and all that we do want to be, and we start beginning and looking to see what we can do to get there. And the one we have to go to to transform us is God. He is the one who makes all things new. In Deuteronomy 15, right at the start of that chapter, it talks about a year of the cancellation of debts, that every seven years, all debts are going to be wiped clean. That you're going to get a clean slate, fresh start, no questions asked. In Lamentations 3, we read, the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. That his faithfulness is so great. In Isaiah 43, 19, the prophet tells us, See, I am doing a new thing. God is telling the people, I am doing a new thing, and God is doing a new thing today for each and every one of us here. In Psalms, we, we, we love the Psalms. We go to them. They used to be the songs for worship, um, now we go to them more as a scripture that we read, but what does it say when it says, it says, sing unto the Lord what? A new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Whenever I learn a new song, it's usually because I've had some experience and it stuck with me and it's something I want to remember. In Luke chapter 9, 62 we are told these words, that if a man puts his hands to the plow and looks back, he's not fit for the kingdom. If you get in your car to go drive down the street and you drive like this, what's going to happen? We're going to wreck. We're going to hurt ourselves and somebody else. In Luke chapter 5, we hear the story of the disciples who, who are at, they're down by the lake and Jesus tells them, go out and cast your nets one more time. And they do, and they get all these fish. And they come to him and they're like, who are you, master? Who are you to know where we are to drop our nets? Who are you to know? And he says, follow me. They don't look back. They drop their nets and they go. Could this be the year that we are to drop those things that have plagued us? Those things that have held us back. Those things that keep us looking back over our shoulder and saying, I just, I, I just want to fix this one thing that I did back here. I, let me just go back and, and make this right. 
Or do we look ahead with transformation? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm all for correcting things we've done wrong, but we don't get stuck back there. If we get stuck back there, we can't do anything about making it right. I was in um, Panama City, the 26th and 27th, and went down just for a few days to do a gift exchange with some friends, and um, was down there, and we were riding, and of course, we, we were riding in the car because it was, the wind was blowing, and it was raining, and it was just, you know, it's a rainy day at the beach. It's still a day at the beach, but um, it's not the day you get out, and you go in your shorts and your swimsuit, and you go out and, and wander. So we were riding around, and we noticed all these gaps between the buildings. You know when you go to the beach, you see the high-rise, you see the skyline, and Every so often you'll see an empty slot where they've knocked one down and they've, they're putting up something new. Historians hate that. <laughs> they do. Because it's changing the landscape. It, it's saying, you know, we're, we're going to, it's better to just, just keep going. It's better to keep going. But it does keep a newness going. When we were down there, we, we drove around and we saw um, Mexico Beach and different areas that had been hit by Hurricane Michael. And the amazing thing about it was, it's kind of like Whoville on Christmas morning after the Grinch returned everything, you know? I mean, they're going to have Christmas anyway. They're still building. They're still making those things new. And the construction industry right down there just jumped right in with them. God has ways of, of working ahead of us. My, um, I can say this now, my fiancé, <laughs> um, thank you, it took him long enough, um, <laughs> um, my fiancé has an old MacBook, it's a great MacBook, it was top of the line when it came out, but it came out in about 2010. So if he tries to load a new app on there, it does not want to work. Nick could tell us why and tell us the technicalities of it, but it just doesn't hold the parameters for it. So he has three in his living room. <laughs> and, and he keeps building up with the technology for his classroom, but he's got these, these things that he's built on previously. Two cities in our nation were destroyed by fire. One is Mrs. O'Leary's cow, what, did she, who, what city? Chicago, y'all did pay attention in history. Chicago, that was in 1871, and then who came through Atlanta? Sherman, that's right. And when they came through, both cities, these big beautiful cities were destroyed. These cities are known for being more modern and being more, um, more current than other cities um, of, of similar sizes. They don't have the, a lot of the history that the others had, but something new was built there. I have to out myself because um, I was told I need to make this resolution. Who in here likes to hold on to stuff? I do. Not a hoarder, but 
Some people tell me if I don't get it together, I might be. So I have boxes that are sitting around my house that I just, I haven't used the stuff. It's sat in my basement for a year. Sat in a storage unit I paid 100 bucks a month for, for the two years before that. And I still don't, I couldn't tell you what's in the box. I've held on to stuff I didn't need, and I have been encouraged to change that from being a heart of being the pack rat to being the heart of a donor, to go into those boxes, to do something new with those things, to take them and give them to someone who does need them, who doesn't need to take up space. You know, the storage industry in this nation is crazy. Um, I was talking with a a self-storage guy at one point, and I said, tell me, how long is it usually before somebody comes back for their stuff? And he says, usually it's when the family's settling the estate, and they come back and clean out mom or dad's storage unit. He said, but it'll sit there for 20, 25 years. And he says, or the auctioneer comes in, and we just take care of it that way, but he says all those things are made new in that process. Who does Sudoku? Okay, I'm going to admit to it. I'm not good at it, but I'm going to admit to it. If you get halfway through a puzzle and you realize that you've made an error somewhere, Do you go and find your whiteout and start trying to make it new, or do you wad it up and start fresh? I wad it up and start fresh, because that's just frustrating to go back and try to figure it out. and, And there's a lot of grace in it, too, because in the process of starting fresh, I get to go, okay, now on this one over here, I got mixed up on these things, so I'm gonna get better with this over here. So even though I threw this puzzle away, I'm still right there um, learning. The founders of our country had written um, the initial founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, and articles of uh, articles that are founding, and they came back together for the Constitutional Convention, and they sat down and they said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna work with this and build." And then they said, "You know what? No, we're gonna start fresh." We're going to have a constitution that declares, and we're going to use this other as a founding document for our principles, but then we're going to build, and we're going to build, and we're going to build. God is so amazing. He can take those things like high rises (laughs) that have lots of construction crews, and I believe Right now, while the construction is at its peak in Panama City, it's no coincidence that they are there at the same time that some of the most devastating weather has come through. He can take fire, take, take where something has just been burned down, burned to the ground, destroyed, and take something and build from the ashes. He can take all those things that we hold on to And he can change the way we deal with them and bless somebody else in the process in addition to us. He can help us figure out where we took a wrong step 
reset our steps and keep back going. One of the things I love to do is, is refinish furniture, and Cody, will, Cody Robinson will laugh at me because he saw some that I did. Don't you tell that story. Um, but um, I've ruined a bookshelf. But to refinish furniture right, you have to get all the, the dirt, you have to get all the bumps, the cracks, the crevices, you have to get all that out and make it smooth. When God is at work in our life, it's like he's doing that. He's making all things new. Every time we are forgiven a debt, and I'm not talking about a bill that comes in the mail. I'm talking about a debt, a trespass. We say it in the Lord's Prayer in traditional worship. Every time we are forgiven, we are given the chance to wipe things new and to start fresh. Every time we encourage someone and build them up, we are given the opportunity to make something better and to watch as God works. Every time we go somewhere and have a new experience and we see creation differently and we see the world differently and we see the people around us differently, we find ourselves opening up to new things. We begin to sing a new song. And sometimes that's a new song of a new calling. Sometimes that's the song of a, of a new adventure or a new part in your life, a new study, whatever it is. It could just be a new start to an old relationship that was in need of repair. On Christmas Eve, I talked about three things. I talked about being present, encouraging the people around you and not just looking at the faces on Facebook, but the ones that are actually physically in the room with you, and being forgiving. The one who was sent as a baby, Jesus Christ, came that we might be forgiven, that we might know life, that we might know grace, and watch and see and experience and feel and testify to the way that God makes all things new. I'm going to plug one thing that's new here in the church. Nick has done an amazing job revamping our shepherd. This has been months of work, but we looked, we began to look, we began to study how our communications were going across, we began to look and see how we were doing things, and it was time for something new, and Nick was our architect, and it just, if you have not picked this up and looked at it, if you've not gotten it in the email, there are hard copies right back here, please do so, they're going to be coming out monthly. God is doing new things. There's proof of it in here. There's proof of it in here. And I hope there's proof of it in each of your hearts and your lives. So I want to challenge you as you go into 2019 to watch as God makes all things new. To embrace it. To not worry. Not look back. Not hold on to those things back here. I'm going to go through my boxes, I promise you. Y'all hold me to that now. I'm going to get rid of some stuff. Why are we carrying around all these extra things that weigh us down when we can be free to go and do what God wants us to do? Let's pray together about what that is as we come to the table. God, we are so grateful for all that 
you do for us, all that you have done for us, especially for Jesus Christ, your son. We are grateful for the forgiveness that we encounter, the, the redemption that he gives, the hope that he just, he plants seeds of hope everywhere around us. And, and Lord, let us just be part of nurturing that harvest, nurturing that growth. We want your name to be proclaimed and we want you to use us and this church to share your name with people who, who are hurting. Every single one of us is broken. Every single one of us comes to this table. We remember a table where Jesus sat down and one of his very best friends betrayed him. And yet he broke bread and he gave himself anyway. God, we are thankful that he was willing to be obedient to your plan. That through his body, which we will experience today through this bread, through his blood, which we experience today through this cup, that in the sacrifice that he made for our sins, that we would be made new. It's such an amazing love. Such an amazing love. So I ask you pour your spirit out on these gifts. These gifts of bread and the cup. Broken. Celebrated. Remembered. Amen.